You are listening to the She Speaks podcast. The She Speaks podcast is here to normalize our experiences in life and business by sharing our stories of rising from the proverbial ashes of our real life trials and tribulations. When we share our experiences, we give others permission to keep putting one foot in front of the other, remember to breathe, and to never, ever leave the power of our promising futures on the table. Tune in weekly for fresh new content that will inspire you to share your story too. Welcome everyone to this episode of the She Speaks podcast. (laughs) Uh, We're excited again. We're doing another conversation with some of the incredible authors that have written in uh, strong and free three, uh, and she moves mountains, uh, Jess is over in that book with me over there too. Um, and we're just super excited that you're here because, uh, we know that there are people that listen to our podcast that will absolutely resonate with the experiences that you have courageously shared in your chapters. Um, and, uh, just hopefully, give them permission to be able to navigate something that they may be walking through too. So I'll hand it over to you, Shannon, now, and we can start the introductions and then we'll get into the conversation. <laughs> okay. See, this is just our typical conversation <laughs> that we have. So Sounds like our work meetings. <laughs> yeah. Like someone's supposed to be talking right now. It's fine. It's fine. It's all fine. <laughs> so welcome, everybody. Thank you for joining us. And thank you to the authors for jumping on here with us today. It's been such an honor to work with you all and so much learning from each of you and your experiences that you share. And I'm just so grateful to have you on here today. And today we have uh, Nicole Clark and Melanie Matthews, and they were in Strong and Free 3. And Jess Danford, she is in She Moves Mountains. So welcome authors. And the first question that I would like to um, ask you, or yeah, just ask you, is what compelled you to write your story? Did you see the application and you just knew, or did someone mention it to you? What compelled you? Because I had mentioned in our earlier um, podcast, our last one with the other authors, that Sarah asked me to, like, she told me about it, and I just knew it was the right thing to do. So because of that, I, I jumped in, and I then discovered so much more after, in, during the process and at the end, and even just in the, the years since, so much has changed in my life because I've done that. But of course, I didn't know that at the beginning when I first agreed to write in it. So I'm just wondering if you want to take a minute and share you introduce yourself, let us know what your story is about a little bit and what compelled you to write with us. Uh, Nicole, why don't you start? Thank you. Um, So I have always said that I would write a book and I have put it off several times. And then when I was um, suddenly propelled into trauma, when my sister passed away, I was, um, just absolutely convinced that I had to write about grief and my experience of it um, more so to help other people because I just felt that it was such a horrible experience for me and it felt wrong on so many levels um, that I was just determined to write about it and then I never did through the experience of it and once I thought I was out of the experience 
um, I just couldn't sign myself up to go back in and relive it. So I kept putting it off and putting it off. And this year through COVID and so much more trauma in my life, I had to manifest um, something positive or complete something positive or achieve something. It was really important for me for to do that. And then I actually read something that you posted, Shannon, and um, it just really resonated with me on such a profound level that I connected with you. And after a conversation, I just knew that this was the universe providing an opportunity for me to, um, to do what I needed to do. And I felt unable to do it in the moment um, when I agreed to do it, but I felt very supported, um, especially through our conversation that um, it, it, enabled, it let me take the jump to do it. And so, um, yeah, so I really had to do it to achieve something, but now having done it, I could never have articulated going into this process, what would have come out of it. Um, it just, it really has changed so many things in my life and for me personally. Oh, that's amazing. Absolutely. Oh, that's so wonderful. I'm so glad. And, you know, I'm not sure if anybody's ever mentioned that, that they just needed something positive to like, and that's why they, they did it. Like, so that's, I don't know. I'm kind of mind blown right now. So that's why I'm stumbling over okay. because it's, it's true though. Like what an experience. Well, for me personally, I just felt that um, the last couple, well, the last 18 months of my life have spiraled out of my own control. Um, and I have spent a lot of time in my life controlling my life, which I now, I now don't do that anymore. And that you'll read about in my story. I've learned, I've learned my lesson. It took several times, but I finally have. Um, but really when COVID um became a thing and our whole lives changed there. I, I just really felt that I needed to take a step forward into something positive because there was so much happening around me that was not positive. Yeah. Wow. That's incredible. Good for you. Good for you for thinking of yourself. I love that. Well, thank you. Yes. And it, we had great conversations. It was we did have great conversations. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you, Nikki. Um, Melanie, do you want to share what what compelled you? But and why why now? Yeah. So in terms of why now, honestly, the Instagram algorithm was just really on point one day. <laughs> and that was honestly it. I had just started a business during the pandemic. I actually really resonate with what Nicole was saying because. I kind of did the same thing. I felt this drive during the pandemic to really start something and to do something positive in my life. So I started a business. Um, I started really putting myself out there. I had started a podcast, all kinds of stuff was going on in my life. And I was really looking to start sharing more with people. And so the ad popped up in Instagram saying great Canadian woman and inviting people to apply to be in this book. And I went, I mean, that's it. Like, this is the opportunity that I've been waiting for. This is what I've been wanting to do. And it's time for me to, to really share my story. And my story is very much about, um, like, overcoming challenges. Um, it was about developing a new identity after overcoming addiction and being in an abusive relationship. And so being able to spread that new message in a really positive way with the support of, 
you know, 13 other women and Shannon and Sarah and all of these really fantastic people, I just really felt like the time was right for me to, to start my journey becoming an author. Wow, that's incredible. (laughs) I'll I'll add to that because that's such an interesting theme that comes up with so many authors that we talk to is just this like, instant like inner knowing that I just have to do this and um, for some people it takes a lot of thought to say you know is this the right time is this the right project is this the right publishing house is this do I have capacity and for others it's just yes (laughs) it's just a yes this is what I need to do and I'm gonna while I have this hit of intuition um, that application goes in before you even have a chance to pull it back, right? So I love that so many people are also experiencing just kind of the gift of letting letting yourself listen to what your soul's asking you to do too and and following it. I think that's awesome. I agree hundred percent with that. And I love the fact that you've you've found different ways to share your story too, whether it's through your podcast and now with writing. It's incredible. Your, and your story is so going to be so relatable to so many people, but also a story that not a lot of people are willing to share. So, you know, your courage in sharing it is, is very much, I'm very grateful for it. Well, all of your stories. I think that's the commonality for me for, for um, having conversations with all of the authors is just knowing the strength and the courage it takes to share your stories. And, and I'm inspired every day by it. And I just, sit back sometimes and go, wow, I can't believe this is my life. I get to, you know, work with these incredible women. So thank you. Uh, Jess, you're from Shimu's Mountains. So what compelled you to write in that book? Because you were a previous author in She is Strong and Free with us too. Yeah. um, So I wrote in Strong and Free and um, and that was all just kind of synchronicity. I had, you know, won a ticket to the Canadian Women's Summit. And I was like, you know, I just felt like I had to be involved in that. Um, and I shared a really heavy story in that, something I'd never talked about before. And I think it wasn't what expecting pe- people were expecting me to talk about. Um, so in this book, She Moves Mountains, I feel like I'm getting more into what people expected to hear from me about my my brand and all of the things I do. Because people always ask me, you know, like, how did you think to do this? Or like, where do you get the energy? Or what do you do? Like, you do so much. I, I can't keep up. Um, and so I, I feel like I'm constantly on... Um, I don't know, a personal evolution and constantly changing. So I, I really love the format of sharing a chapter. I think it's much less overwhelming than being like, I'm going to share a book. And you you know, it's to think like my whole life has to fit into a book. It's like, no, but breaking it down into like a chapter, it's like, yes, it helps you see like, your life that way too. It's like, okay, that hard thing or that good thing, like that was just a chapter. That was just one thing. And now what's the next thing? And um, so, yeah, I wanted to really share in this book, like a more positive and uplifting story about um, what I'm doing now. Wow. That told the chapter analogy that you used hundred percent. I can totally relate to that because, because I think as people go through their life, it really is just chapters in your life. And you don't have to keep pulling that same chapter along with you all the time, even. So I love that analogy. Same here. Jane, Jane Middlehurst of, of uh, 
she also wrote in Strong and Free too, and she's also in She Moves Mountain. So her, she, you, Jess, and 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 Jane are kind of just going along with each other in this journey. But she she mentioned something very similar and um, how cool it is to be able to have that almost like a keepsake of that chapter of your life um, to be able to look back on and think, wow, okay, this was the space I was in when I was sharing this part of my journey, because even 10, 20 years from now, um, you'll look back on what you shared, probably even with a different perspective or a renewed level of awareness. So it's almost like this little collection of, um, you know, versions of your own growth and journey sharing in, in chapters. And I love the chapter idea too. I'm that person who I know I'll write that book where it's just me in the book, but for right now, <laughs> I love writing little chapters. That's that's where my that's where my zone is right now. So I'm gonna keep doing this for a while too. <laughs> um, I would love to know uh, when you think about. Uh, I want you to kind of visualize this if you can picture someone holding uh, your book in their hands. So they have your story in front of them, and it's the exact person that needs to read it. Who is that person for you that, um, you know, when you're writing this story um, outside of writing it for yourselves, uh, whether you were doing it to, um, you know, have this accomplishment or you were doing it for a part of your healing journey, uh, everyone kind of had their own reason and purpose for coming in. But when you think about who's the person that's, that's, that it really needs to reach, um, can you describe who that person is? Cause they might be listening to this episode right now. Um, Nikki, I'll start with you. Um, it's interesting because I would answer that question differently, um, two months ago than I would today. Mm. Um, I think for me, my hope was that somebody, um, that is struggling with understanding, um, why they feel a certain way in their life and they can't, um, they can't understand. So for example, um, if they're overwhelmed with grief or they're overwhelmed with anger or they're overwhelmed with frustration and they can't seem to get past it and, or maybe even suffering physically from it, whether it's their liver or their gallbladder or their thyroid or any medical condition. And I'm definitely not a doctor and not saying this book will my chapter will save you, but it can definitely open up your perception to what's, what's happening behind the scenes inside your body wow. related to your life outside or, um, or things that you've experienced in your life and thought that you have dealt with and, and perhaps not. So wow. for me, um, I think anybody who's just struggling to understand themselves I say that, but then um, usually like for myself, I didn't know that I was struggling to understand myself. Mm. Um, it wasn't really until I started peeling away the layers uh, because I present um, as a very strong, accomplished, successful person. And uh, that is not what was happening on the inside, even though that's what I believed. And so it really wasn't until my body shut down um, and, and all the medical tests showed that it did, and it was stress. It was, and I just did not feel that, um, that I was entitled to the stress. I think wow. that so many other people have, uh, tougher challenges and, and they have so much more to be stressed out about. So I didn't feel, yeah, I didn't feel entitled to the stress for sure. Wow. I just didn't think I had a right to it. So, 
Wow. There's so much in there. I want to touch on the stress thing because I think that um, we, we, if we perceive ourselves to not be struggling as much as another person, we go through this process of invalidating our own experience and the emotion that comes with it. Right. Mm-hmm. And I love that you also touched on how the body responds to that because um I think of that as we do so much work around our mindsets, right? Where there's books, mm-hmm. there are thousands and thousands of books. If you want to hack your mindset and become stronger in your mind. Where I feel the danger of that is, though, is that we can push through mentally in a lot of things, but our body's still responding the same way to our experience. And it isn't made aware to us until all of a sudden our body stops working the way that it's supposed to. And that is often such a huge wake up call for people because those signs and symptoms and experiences can often go ignored, ignored because you just keep pushing through. You just keep pushing through. It's not that bad. Other people have it worse than me. Suck it up. I can keep going. And your body's like, but wait, like I'm Mm -hmm. trying to communicate to you. So I love that your story is going to kind of open up that dialogue for people, because I think that in the, in the hustle bustle world that we live in, um, we're, we're not spending enough time paying attention to how we're feeling period. Absolutely. And for me, acknowledging that was weakness. So Um, I have pushed through my entire life in every capacity and facet. Um, And even sitting in the doctor's office, my liver enzymes were all out of whack. My gallbladder was swollen. I developed gallstones. I was hospitalized for a heart attack when I was 40. Um, All of these things happened. And through working with many doctors and specialists, the one question that they kept asking me is, are you stressed out? And my answer for two years was, no, I'm not stressed out. Like I have money in the bank. I have an amazing job. I control all my own hours. I have no right to be stressed out. I have a healthy child who's happy. I live in a beautiful home. I have a husband. No, I, no. But the truth of it was, was, I was in a loveless marriage and um, I had no support from my husband. My, my child was healthy, but I wasn't, I was so stressed out and overwhelmed and I had unresolved trauma from my sister's death and unresolved trauma from my childhood that I, I made a point of saying that this will not define who I am. I am bigger than this. I am better than this. I'm stronger than this. I will not even acknowledge it. Well, did it just take a little hold in my gallbladder and liver? And, you know, you can only go for so long before it wins and, and it's time to deal with it and, and start addressing it. So powerful. Thank you for that transparency, Nikki. That's gonna, that's gonna reach a lot of people just listening to this episode. So thank you. Um, Melanie, who, who's that person that, that you think if they could just read your story, um, you've helped somebody. You know, it's so interesting because our topics are so different, but I resonate with so many of the things that were just said, because I mean, there's no one type of person who's Mm -hmm. going to experience addiction or abuse. There's no one group that you expect to see it from. Uh, anyone can experience these issues and and a lot more people than you would imagine do experience those issues. And so I would say that anyone who's in the process of transformation or who is establishing a new identity 
or who is looking at their past traumas and understanding what's led them to this point in their life, that would be the person that I think would really benefit from my story, regardless of whether or not they've experienced exactly the same things. Yes. You know, just to like demonstrate that I resonate so much with the things that Nikki was just saying, even though I haven't gone through that mm-hmm. same experience, I haven't lost a sister. I, I haven't been through a divorce. Those aren't things that have happened to me. And yet I can resonate and, and feel connected to that. And yes. I think that people would find that in my story too. Anyone who's transforming, who's acknowledging their past and deciding to move forward. Wow. I love that. You raised such a huge point um, that we even experience from book to book, from author to author, um, because it's it's not about that exact story and that person needing to be in that exact same space as you were in order for them to connect and relate to you, right? It's about how we're connecting through our emotional experiences and the decisions that we're faced with and the hardship and all the other things that happen um, that are all connected to it in our lives. Uh, And we're all just individual beings trying to navigate stuff. Like that's when we really strip it all down, we're just trying to make a bunch of decisions in our life. And some of them we get right. And some of them we get wrong. And uh, some of them blow up in our face uh, and other things, stuff just happens to us. Um, So the emotional aspect of our stories um, and just the raw humanness of everything that you're all sharing uh, is a huge connecting ground. That's how we relate to each other as human beings is through uh, emotions and and common experiences and and just relatability on any level. So I love that you're um, you know reaching out to people who are just kind of almost like at a crossroads, right? We're like, okay, acknowledging that this is my past and my history, understanding that this is where I'd like to go now, um, and what that transition period looks like and feels like for the person that's navigating that. Thank you for that, Melanie. Uh, Jess, who's your story for? Yeah, it's funny because I I wasn't really sure about sharing in the book because initially it was about like entrepreneurs and their their successes in business. And I just was like, you know, I'm not in business. But uh, so my story is really about um, my journey uh, with building a nonprofit project. Um, and I think with that, like, it's really kind of speaking to like who I was throughout that journey of like, I was always a very driven, hardworking person. um, But maybe not seeing like, like where I where I was going, um, not not knowing the direction you're going and really just following your your passion and the things that light you up. Um, after, you know, working through many traumatic experiences and letting go of that, that professionalism of like, you know, I'm doing all the things I'm supposed to be doing. I've got this job, this corporate job, I'm moving up the ladder, making good money, um, and then transitioning into like doing your own thing. Um, it's, uh, it's an experience. So I think yeah. it's to many different people, but I've, I've shared quite a different story this time. So just following your, your passion. Yeah. And, and I think that's what I love so much about what you shared, because what I got from your story is how much impact one person can make simply because you're following your passion. So I think it will resonate with people who might be stuck in, and like you say, that perfection 
uh, mode of this is how business is done, or this is how I have to be as a professional woman, or this is how I have to conduct myself, or this is how uh, I have to orchestrate this. And, and your story is very much of, well, this just made sense. And people were asking me for this. So I did the thing and now look at all the people that I was able to help. And it just kind of like, it just kind of grows and grows and grows and grows. And it's, it's got such a powerful lesson in there for people who might be sitting there thinking, well, what the heck impact could I make? Like, I'm just one person. I'm just, you know, I, I can't do it all alone. I can't, you know, there's no way that I could help all the people that need helping. And and when we think about our, our, you know, dreams and aspirations and even passion projects from that mindset, uh, we can talk ourselves right out of even bothering. So I love that your story is giving people permission to be like, listen, I didn't necessarily know what I was doing, but I just started taking action on things that made sense and felt really good to me. And now look at what I've been able to do and how many people I've been able to help. So I yeah. love that about your story. I think too, it's, it's important for people to not get like stuck on one thing too. Like something might start one way, but like yes. we're constantly growing, changing, evolving. The thing we're passionate about might change and that it's okay to, to keep growing and going with, with things. Keep growing and going. I love that. Thanks Jess. Um, I'm also curious to know, um, what was something that kind of surprised you in your writing process? Because here's, here's what we hear a lot from our authors is they come in thinking, I'm going to be a published author and this is awesome. I'm going to write my story and we're going to go through a production process. And then I'm going to have a book in my hand and I'm going to be a published author, right? Like when we strip it all down, that's what we do as a publishing house. What was something that kind of surprised you? Uh, maybe there was an opportunity that was put in your lap that you weren't expecting. Uh, maybe there was uh, someone who, uh, you know, acknowledged the the work that you're doing that you didn't even realize was even paying any attention to you, or there was an unexpected wave of support and reception for what you're doing. Um, did any of you experience something that kind of took you back a little bit and made you think like, wow? This is, this is pretty awesome. I wasn't expecting this here. I thought I was just writing the story and now this is happening. Um, what was that like for each of you? And, and, and what was that thing? And maybe it hasn't happened for you yet. Uh, and it might happen once that book actually gets in your hand, but is there something that kind of dawned on you? It could even be something that you realized about yourself that you may be like, holy smokes, did I ever not give myself enough credit for this before? Look at my story. You sit there and you read it and you're like, that's me. I did that. I moved through that. That's my experience. Holy smokes. Like I had no idea I was that freaking powerful. Um, Nikki, I'll start with you. Did, did anything kind of surface for you that you thought like, what the heck? Absolutely. Um, and, and so many things actually, and because we're going to limit the time, I'm going to pick my, <laughs> pick my response carefully. Um, but I think answering that and touching on what we just spoke about. So one of my favorite things about this book is that sometimes the people that are the closest with you, they may read my story, but they won't necessarily identify with it because we are so close. And so I do have um, some people that have already pre-purchased the book to support me. And as I look at the list, I'm like, Whoa, I'm so excited (laughs) because Um, I know that there are other stories in the book that are exactly what they need to read. And I know there's going to be a big shift for them after that they read it. And although I had nothing to do with it, I'm so happy that I did in a way. 
You're the vessel. Yeah. yeah, I'm the vessel. And so, and, and I definitely don't need to need to be that at all, but I just love that this group of people would not necessarily, I think, have come to this at this point in their life without this as a catalyst. And so I'm so excited to watch what unfolds for them after that they read it. It just gives me goosebumps all over. I just, yeah, I'm so excited. I Um, love that. There's some profound healing coming, coming their way. I love that. And Shannon, you and I have talked too, but just the the power of the collaborative book, right? It's, it just has a different life force. Um, Not that it's more powerful than a solo book. It's just different in the way that it reaches the people who uh, are on the receiving end or the people who are reading it. Because uh, the way that we always say when we're talking about how to support authors through the presale and, and connect to their story, as opposed to be like, here, buy my book, um, mm-hmm. start to let people in to, to your experience, because what they have no idea they're getting when they get your story is everybody else's story, too. And they're like these major bonuses. You know, they came in for Nikki's story. Maybe, you know, a bunch of people bought your book. And and now that's, you know, a bunch of people are now exposed to Melanie's story. And they didn't know they Absolutely. needed to hear her story, right? And that's where it's like, what? You start to think about that. And it's pretty mind-blowing, right? Yeah, I love that. And then just quickly for me personally, um, I'm a very private person and I don't share a lot of personal detail. I've always been that way. Um, I guess very guarded. And so in writing my story, I was quite frustrated in getting more personal and more personal. And, and I did it really as a, okay, fine, I'll do it. (laughs) Send gone. And, um, but the process of it in letting it go was so profound for me that I could have never anticipated how I would feel after. And it has completely changed me as a person. So um, I let go of all the details in my story, but in doing that, I've let go of all the details in my life and completely opened up on a whole other level that was not conscious. It was not a conscious decision. God, that is amazing how, how you kind of had that experience and it's now showing up in other parts of your life, but okay. uh, You know, I made it through that and, and I'm still here. I just did something that I was really uncomfortable with. Where else am I maybe holding back in my life that I'm entirely unaware of? Right. Yeah, absolutely. And that was so profound that I'm really passionate about Um, sharing that part of my journey with other people, because I want that for other people. That is a gift that um, if you can give somebody that gift, you can change your entire life. And so um, based on that, there's a local bookstore where I live that has picked up the book um, just for that specific reason. I really um, want to help other people be able to tell their own story. Amazing. Yeah. So much bigger than what we realize, right? Absolutely. Yeah. It's yeah. pretty amazing. We talk about this as a publishing house. And, and you guys remember probably from our first publishing house calls, we're like, you guys just trust this process. There's so much more for you in it than what you realize. And you're like, okay, I just need to get my brainstorming <laughs> done. Like, can we get off the Zoom call? Um, but this is the stuff because yeah. we know this, A, because Shannon and I have lived it. We've both been through these experiences, but we've also watched so many authors now at this point say this exact same thing. Mm-hmm. So it's your testimonies like this that make us go, this is so real. 
And it's so difficult for us to put into words other than for us to say, just trust this and wait and see what happens. Just wait and see what happens. Right. Amazing. Thank you for that. That was such a powerful share. Um, Melanie, anything come up for you that kind of took you back a little bit and thought, whoa, okay, that's awesome. Wasn't expecting that. Yeah, you know, it was a really profound experience to write in this way. I was really nervous coming into this because I've done a lot of writing in the past, actually, but it was all academic writing Mm -hmm. and it was written in a very inaccessible way. I've made the joke plenty of times that I've put out a ton of writing and a lot of writing that I put a lot of effort into and nobody's reading it Mm -hmm. Um, because they won't. It's locked behind a paywall that you can only get if you attend some university or pay a bunch of money to get all these articles that you're probably not really interested in. So nobody really reads that writing. And I was nervous that I was going to be so ingrained in that style of writing that I was going to struggle with actually being able to write my story. And I was really surprised at how natural and intuitive it ended up being. And the deep sense of connection that you get with other people, completely the opposite of the inaccessible and isolating way that I had been writing before. And now just this wonderful feeling of natural letting my story into the world and connecting with other people in the process. So I was hoping that that's what I was getting, but it was also surprising when it just kind of hit me all of a sudden. Wow. I love that. And I I love that you bring up the, the connection that you feel when you allow yourself to write from an intuitive place. Right. Um, And it can be difficult. And we talked about this on, on the last um, group chat that we had with authors, it can be so difficult to separate Uh, what you know needs to hit that paper versus what you think needs to hit that paper. And that, that wrestle that we have um, is pretty magic when you can navigate your way through it. Uh, I always love referencing um, the war of art by Stephen Pressfield, a super quick read, but Holy smokes, has he ever hit the nail on the head with this, um, this, this, this fight that we, this war that we go through with, Uh, All of a sudden, a paragraph will come out and it's like your conclusion paragraph. You're like, where the hell did that come from? I don't even know what I'm writing about yet, right? And it just kind of comes out. And if you allow yourself to naturally trust that journey and that process and allow yourself to go into those spaces just to see if something's there, um, it can be really amazing what actually unfolds in a really, really aligned way. And I love that you have the kind of the contrast of this writing process of being in that, in that more uh, stoic world of academia um, where things have a lot of structure, whereas the writing process is yours to make. Um, So honestly, good for you because that I would imagine would be a journey on its own, just to kind of unlearn that way of writing that you have been doing for so long and allow yourself to step into uh, you know what? I get to write what I feel like writing today, the way that I want to write it. Um, so that's awesome. I love that share. Thank you so much. Uh, Jess, anything come up for you that made you go, huh? Um, in the first book, I, I was like, just shocked at like, oh, wow. So many people purchased my book um, and then reading all the other ladies stories beside mine. I was like, okay, this really happened. I did this. Um, I think it's too soon to see like the, the, fruitions of this book um, 
coming out. Um, but what I will say the whole experience did for me is help me reconnect with myself, my voice. Um, and like I had been sitting on a podcast for a couple of years and just realizing that you can only fit so much into 4,000 words and I have a lot to say. Um, I love that. <laughs> so yeah, definitely gave me the push I needed to, um, to reconnect with myself and, and use my voice. So good. And I love that you've kind of pressed the go button on so many other things that you've been wanting to do, um, but haven't really let yourself go into those spaces. And I've been watching you um, all of a sudden go this, make a decision on that, do this. Um, and I love that you're like, okay, I got more to say. So I need a place to put it. And you started a podcast. So that's awesome. Good for you, Jess. Um, Shannon, did you have anything else to add? This has been yet another fabulous round of uh, just really inspiring conversations. Yeah, no, I, actually, I just got caught up in the conversations. <laughs> Um, one thing that really stood out for me, um, somebody, I think it was Melanie had said about just allowing herself to write. And I remember on in a couple of my writing journeys that I would write something and then I would leave it and I'd come back and I'd read it and it would be like, oh, it was almost like a third person experience. Like, oh my God, this woman went through this and look at how brave she was and look how, like for a moment, I forgot that that was my story. That was my experience. And even reading all the stories, like reading them over, reviewing them, that sort of thing, like every, every time I'd go to them and I'm like, oh, my God, she did like, wow, she did this. So just the whole writing process for me personally is is healing, but also makes me stand stronger in my strength, makes me realize I am worthy. I can do it. I can change. I can transition into doing something else. Yeah. It, it's just such a magical process that I was not at all expecting. And I, and we have that, um, we get to be in the audience as a publishing house to see that transpire for the other authors. And it's just such an amazing thing. It's It doesn't get old for us. <laughs> <laughs> it's very cool to watch from our perspective. Um, thank you so much, everyone. I, I'm sure there's probably listeners who who may have resonated with something that you said. So uh, if you wouldn't mind just sharing where the best place for them to connect with you is, whether you have an Instagram profile, Facebook, website, podcast, like what's the best place for them to find you? Um, Melanie, where can people connect with you? Yeah, so the best way to connect with me is probably over Instagram at this point. Uh, you can see all of the work that I do um, if you look up at Melanie Matthews Counseling. Um, that's where my podcast is. That's where my business is. That's where I share personal details about myself. And there's all kinds of links to anything else I'm doing too. So that is probably the best way to get the complete picture of Melanie. Thank you. Awesome. Uh, Jess? Uh, yeah, you can find me most on Instagram at Jessica Danford. Um, I'm on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. I have a website, gfreewifey.com. So that will be in transition as well as I transition to my name, but it is still there for people looking for my food bank stuff. Awesome. Thank you so much, everyone, um, just for your transparency into in today's conversation. And oh, I'm so sorry, Nikki. I started oh, with you okay. for all the other things. <laughs> I ended with Jess on all the other things. Um, it's <laughs> Nicole Clark is Instagram and it's NicoleClark.com is my website. 
Thank you so much. And I'm, I appreciate Shannon flailing away in the corner on the Zoom call right now, trying to get my attention. <laughs> We've got it together today, don't we? Okay, I'm fine. I'm getting hot again. That must be why. Uh, but thank you so much. All kidding aside, thank you so much uh, for your transparent conversations today. Like You guys just spent this time writing these beautiful chapters, and I think you just dropped an equal amount of value uh, in this episode today with just the the experiences that you've shared and, and the wisdom that you have from those experiences, it's, it's totally priceless. So thank you so much. And listeners, uh, if there is anyone uh, that spoke today that really resonated with you and you want to connect to them, you can just head to the show notes in this episode. We'll link up all your profiles here. So it's quick and easy for people to click and find you. Uh, so for the listeners, if there's something that someone said that resonated, we really encourage you to reach out to them uh, and let them know that something that they said uh, really helps you connect with your own experience. So thank you so much to each and every one of you. We really appreciate you being here today. Thank you, ladies. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to the She Speaks podcast. If you like this episode, please be sure to send us a five-star rating and review on iTunes to help us reach more listeners. For more information on our publishing services, please visit us at www.gcwpublishing.com.